Welcome to the Expanded By Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea. I'm a business mentor, brain rewiring certified coach, and soon to be 7D, a high energy healer. On this podcast, we're going to be talking about all things business growth, spirituality, brain rewiring, mindset, energetics, and so much more. You can connect further with me on Instagram at Expand with Chelsea and on YouTube at Expand with Chelsea. I am so excited that you're here. I hope you leave today feeling expanded by what we talk about. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. I am currently on my way to sunny San Diego, so I am recording this ahead of time and I am so excited to be in San Diego, be in some warmer weather, see some sun, have some beach time, visit some climbing gyms, eat really good food. Oh my god, I can't wait to tell you all about this trip when I'm back. I have some really, really cool people that I'm meeting up with that I have been waiting to meet for a while, and it's just going to be a really great experience, so I can't wait to update you when I'm back. It's one of those things where I really realized, oh, I need a break. I need a vacation. I need to get out of Washington State, where it is very gray right now. Um, A lot of the year, eastern Washington <laughs> is pretty gray, so I just needed a little change of pace and scenery, and especially after going through a really big launch, this is something that I love to do for myself, is take a little bit of time to travel and relax and unwind. Usually for launches, I do quite a bit of work and prep and making sure everything is ready to go, doing a ton of educating, putting a lot of material out there, podcast episodes, YouTube videos, going live, Instagram content. So this is just a way for me to unwind and honestly celebrate myself and all of the work that I've put in. So super excited to update you on that when I am back. And if you have not heard yet, Synergy, my self-paced brain rewiring program, is now available for purchase. I am so excited because through the end of the month, this program is still $200 off, which is an insane deal. I am so excited that this program is officially available to the public now. It is a step-by-step -step guide that will walk you through exactly how to rewire your brain, how to identify the negative brain pathways that you have, how to come up with affirmations, past happy memories, future visualizations, all of it distilled down into a super easy to follow, clear and direct program. I'm so excited about this. I've been talking about brain rewiring a ton on the show and not only has it helped me double my monthly income inside my business, it's also helped me climb harder than I ever thought I could. It's helped me really truly learn my own self-worth and value instead of stopping and seeking it from other people, trying to seek that external validation. I now can give that to myself. I'm so excited to have this program available. If you want to learn more about Synergy, be sure to head to the link in the show notes. You can learn everything about there. You can take a sneak peek at all six of the modules that I have. There's a hundred plus page workbook for this, so you better believe I don't leave anything to question. I am going to be with you, walking you through every single step of the process so that you have very clear, direct instructions on how to go through this. I include six guided meditations that'll be taking you through each of the rounds, so all you have to do is sit down, push play, and your mind will do the rest. Again, I'm so excited about this. If you want to learn more, head to the 
the link in the show notes. If you have any questions on whether or not brain rewiring is for you, be sure to send me an email. I'm hello at expandwithchelsea.com or you can send me an Instagram message. I'm at expandwithchelsea. I'm happy to answer those questions. Want to make sure that this program is the perfect fit for you. And because it is self-paced, that means you can buy the program, save the $200 and get started whenever you are ready. You can work through the material at your own time, pace and speed. I know a lot of people are very busy and I wanted to make this something where it's very accessible, easy to do at your own time. You don't have to attend any group calls or be anywhere at any certain time. You can truly do this when it fits into your life and your schedule. Okay, moving on to today's topic. I'm so excited to talk all about abundance mindset. This is such a big topic of conversation that comes up a lot when I work with clients. It comes up for me a lot and I didn't realize how far away I was from having an abundance mindset until I started to go through the brain rewiring process. And this was a huge benefit of going through the rewiring process is actually starting to notice, oh my God, I am living in total fear, total scarcity right now. And once I started to embrace and actively seek out abundance mindset and opportunities for abundance, my entire life shifted and changed. Let's talk a little bit about what abundance mindset is. So this is truly being able to think from a place of love. It's understanding that there is no lack, there is plenty to go around, that the universe provides every single thing that we need for us. This is trusting that there is enough love to go around, there's enough money to go around. All of these things that when we start to play into fear and scarcity, we start to worry that the market that we're in is too saturated, that, you know, there's not going to be enough clients, there's not going to be enough money, there's never going to be anybody else that's ever going to love me. Those are some really sneaky ways that we can start playing into fear and scarcity. And I think a lot of this has to do with the conditioning that we've received, just society in general, and then potentially also the way that you grew up, what was modeled to you, what was an example for you, what did you learn from the behavior of those surrounding you when you were younger. So when we think about things like, okay, well, I know this abundance mindset is a thing, but how exactly do I start to move towards that? And yes, one of the answers is definitely brain rewiring, but it's really getting super clear on what are your thoughts right now? What are you thinking that there isn't enough of? Where are you settling in your life? Where are you playing small? Where are you not speaking up for yourself, not voicing your true opinions? Where are you not being authentic to yourself? Where are you trying to play it safe? Where are you trying to hide, to disappear, to do the things that you feel like you should do or you have to do instead of doing what you really want to do? And because we know how we do one thing is how we do everything, it is pretty much impossible to compartmentalize areas of your life. Let's say, for example, you're really settling in your relationship. Um, this could be a romantic partnership or maybe it's your friendships. Maybe you know deep down that you've outgrown some friendships and it would be really great to have a whole new group of friends, but you are really afraid to let go of your old friends because you're not sure how you're going to find your new friends. And oftentimes it's remembering that, okay, in order to bring things in, new things in, we have to release the old energy first. But that feels scary because our brains are like, I don't know what's going to happen. I, it's that fear of the unknown. And it's trusting in the abundance 
and leaning into abundance mindset and saying like, you know what, there are enough friends out there for me and I trust that once I release these old relationships that they're going to come flooding in. In fact, I know that and I trust that so much that I'm willing and ready to step through that discomfort and that fear in order to trust that. So that's just one example of an area that you might be stuck in scarcity and fear mindset. And because of that, maybe that's affecting the way that you run your business. Maybe you're thinking that there's not enough clients out there, that you have to be competitive with other people in your niche because there's not enough to go around. So it's really getting clear with ourselves. What are my thought patterns around these different areas and aspects of my life? What do I believe to be true? Where am I potentially playing into scarcity mindset? And starting to get really honest with yourself. And again, we're not like trying to shame or guilt ourselves, but we're really just starting to understand where did I pick up that that thought pattern? When is the first time that I remember thinking that? Was that taught to me when I was younger? What examples can I think of? A really great example of this is money mindset. When we talk about money, really going back and thinking, what did my parents teach me surrounding money? What was modeled to me? That's almost more important than what you were taught specifically because actions speak, I think, way louder than words. And for me, for example, my dad worked a ton when I was younger. And what I learned about money is that, well, he was really successful. And what I learned about that is, okay, in order to be successful, I must work a ton. That's the only way I'm going to make a lot of money. So for me, for a very long time, I was living in scarcity because I was too afraid to work less because I had been modeled that the more you work, the more you make. So for me, especially when I went through the brain rewiring process, one of my biggest affirmations was the less I work, the more I make. Like I hammered that into myself so hard because I know that there are examples of people out there that truly do not work a lot that make a ton of money. You know, there are very expansive people out there for me that I can use as examples to start to prove to my brain like, hey, it's okay for me to lean into this. It's okay for me to step into this, to step out of that fear and scarcity mindset and embrace more of this abundance that is widely available out there. Once you're able to get clarity on those different aspects of your life, you can start to see themes and patterns, and you can actively start to that align with abundance and love. So it really all comes back to we have to have awareness first, and that's going to be our starting point. So once you have that awareness, then you can start to lean into, okay, where did I get all these from? All right, let's start to pick this apart. Can I find examples like the one that I used where, okay, there's a lot of people out there that make a lot of money and they don't work a lot. So can I find that evidence to where I know this thing to be true to help to prove to my brain that this is safe and it's okay for me to lean into this. So I wanted to give some examples of fear and scarcity-based mindset just because I think a lot of the times, I know for me, whenever I'm listening to things, I'm like, "Mm, I don't really think that resonates. And then I, I kind of need like more examples beyond that one thing. So some examples of fear and scarcity-based mindset might be making decisions because you're afraid of what could happen. Holy shit, this is such a big one. If you're the type of person that tends to go down that worst-case scenario rabbit hole a lot, if you're the type of person that is really waiting for the other shoe to drop, I know that that, for me, was a really big one that I am still actively working through. Instead of thinking about all the good things that can happen, you're really focused on, okay, but what could go wrong? So if you're making decisions because you're afraid of what could happen, that's a huge sign for you that you're stuck in scarcity mindset. So what are the steps that you can take to move out of that? Okay, well, the first one would be to 
list all of the good things that could happen and start to lean into that because it really is it's like strengthening a muscle it's not going to feel comfortable at first your brain is going to fight you but it's something that if you keep returning back to this and keep continuing to be aware of the thoughts that you're having it'll become easier Another example of scarcity-based mindset is worrying that you don't have enough, that there's not enough to go around. And again, this could be food, this could be money, this could be literally anything. It could be love. This is a really big one for people, especially in romantic relationships, like the friendship example that I gave a little bit earlier. That is a huge sign to you that like, okay, this is something now that it's in my awareness, now I can start to choose differently. Now I can start to potentially release some of these things that aren't serving me anymore because I trust that when I release, I receive. And that's a lot of the times the only way that it's going to happen. Another way that you might know you're stuck in scarcity mindset is thinking that it won't work for you. So this is essentially making choices based out of fear. Let's say, for example, you are somebody that really struggles with your mindset. I mean, this is a great example. You really struggle with your mindset and you hear all about brain rewiring and you're like, oh, that sounds great, but it wouldn't work for me. I've tried so many other things. I like, I'm stuck where I am at. It's nothing's ever worked for me. That would be a huge example of being stuck in scarcity mindset because when you're putting that thought out into the universe and saying like this won't work for me everything is energy the universe is always listening to your thoughts your feelings your emotions your reactions your images in your mind it's constantly listening so the more that you say it won't work for you the more that you create that reality in front of you another sign that you might know you're stuck in scarcity mindset is being afraid to take a leap of faith. So instead of viewing everything as an opportunity, you think of it as a risk. I see this a lot with business owners is they're just so afraid to take that leap of faith. They're so afraid to invest in themselves. And it's, you know, they can play it off as like, oh, I'm just, you know, not sure if I'm going to get results. I'm not sure if, you know, this is going to work for me. But what they're really saying What the sentiment under that is, the fear that's underlying that is they're afraid they're not going to show up for themselves. They're afraid they're not going to be able to stick to their commitment, you know, whatever it is. And taking that leap of faith, that bold action is typically where we get a lot of shift and transformations. Like looking back on my life, there are not many times that I can say, wow, that was a huge life change without also saying, oh, that was super uncomfortable either during it or before it or surrounding it. So it's understanding that there is a certain level of discomfort associated with that leap of faith. And I'm not saying, hey, you have to like say yes to everything all the time, but it really is asking yourself, where am I making this decision from? Am I choosing to move forward with this from a place of love and abundance and I'm so excited about it and this feels, you know, really expansive for me, but yeah, I'm also experiencing fear and understanding that you can experience both of those at the same time. Or are you making the decision not to move forward with it because you're afraid that it's not going to work out? You're afraid that it's not going to give you a return on your investment. Whatever things that are kind of covering up the true nature of the decision that you're making, I would, you know, absolutely dig into that. Like, just question, like, why do I feel this way? Okay, I got that answer. Because why? And keep peeling back those layers. Okay, another example would be that you're worried about getting burnt somewhere or people taking advantage of you or just things going wrong. So maybe you're worried about people talking behind your back. You're worried about collaborating with somebody and them potentially like doing something to screw you over. You're playing small in that way. And really what you're trying to do is, yes, protect yourself, but this mistrust of other people is really what's going to call in 
those types of people that you can't trust in the first place. So I'm not saying like, hey, you need to trust everybody all the time. I think this is where discernment comes in in a big way is being able to pre-qualify people, being able to read into other people's energy and be like, okay, is this a good fit for me or not? But not expecting people to screw you over. This is truly being able to step into that love and abundance, the, the love part especially with compassion and trusting that people in their souls and for their souls, they're good and they have a lot of good intent. I know I've talked about this quite a bit, but I used to totally have this mentality of thinking people were guilty until proven innocent. It was almost like, oh, you have to prove to me that you're like a decent person, you're worthy of being trusted, that you're worthy of, you know, whatever, our relationship. And I I really didn't get very far with that. I will tell you what. Um, I think now kind of being on the other side of this and embracing a lot more of these situations, yes, with discernment, but also with love is being able to have much more expansive friendships, much deeper relationships, and it's really just felt so much lighter. Being able to remove a lot of those protective, and I'll put protective in quotes, walls that I had around myself, which, yes, were to keep me safe, it was not allowing anybody in. So I was very closed off. My energy was closed off. So I mean, what type of message is that sending out there? You know, so thinking if you have those types of walls up yourself, what are you trying to protect yourself from? What is your fear trying to protect you from feeling? How can we start to move more of your decisions to love and abundance? Because I can almost guarantee that's going to feel so much better for you. Okay, another example is trying to control everything. Um, This is a big one for a lot of women especially, is really feeling a lot of fear surrounding what's going to happen if I don't micromanage things. What's going to happen if I don't take care of that thing? I can't count on anybody else. I can't lean on anybody else. If I have to, you know, if I want it done right, it has to be me type of thinking. And understanding that things are not always going to go as we planned. It's That's life. You know, unexpected things happen all the time. And control, it really is just such this big illusion that we're playing into that makes us potentially feel powerful. But it's, it's like trying to grab sand, you know? Like when you're picking up sand and you're like squeezing it so, so tight and it's just like falling out of your hands, that's what control is like. And stepping back into this place of surrender and trust and letting things flow for you because what happens when you step into this abundance and love mindset is you're saying, you know what? I trust that things are happening for me. They are not happening to me. And because they happen for me, plenty of good things happen for me. I am a lucky person. I could probably talk all day about how shifting into this receiving, surrendered state, more of the feminine energy just feels so much better. It's like all of a sudden, I was not trying to swim upstream as a salmon anymore. And it was like, whoa, okay, I can just go with the flow and it can actually feel better than I ever imagined. Let's give another example. So this is the last one that I have and it's being afraid to invest in yourself. I kind of mentioned this before, but essentially what you're saying by not investing in yourself is that you don't believe in yourself, that you're afraid that you won't make it work, that you won't be able to honor your commitments. And what does that tell the universe? What that tells the universe is that You don't think that you're worth it either. So why would the universe put opportunities and people and situations and events in front of you to ask you if you're worthy continually when you're already telling it you don't think that you are? 
So investing in the things that really mean a lot to you, whether that is coaching, education, courses, self-care items, you know, maybe it's just something that you really love and enjoy that's telling the universe like, hey, you know what? I deserve to be happy and I deserve to have things that really support me in that happiness. One of my favorite really clear examples here that my mentor always gives is, let's say, for example, you go to the store and you really love this almond butter. It is like so creamy. It's the best. And you look at the jar and it's like $17 and you're like, mm, yeah, no, we're not doing that. That is that is an expensive jar of almond butter. And you put it down and you pick up the peanut butter right next to it and it's like $3, but it's drippy and runny and you don't really like it. So this would be a good example of sinking back into scarcity mindset. You know, what are you afraid is going to happen if you spend 14 more dollars on that almond butter? Is that something that's truly going to bring you joy raise your vibration and allow you to, I mean, essentially live like a happier life. Yes, it could be something as small as almond butter. It's because it's all of these little decisions and choices throughout the day that really start to add up. It's not just about the singular event of the almond butter. You can start to see how your patterns and your habits really start to create the reality that you're in. So going back to the almond butter, like if that's something that's truly going to bring you joy and you're so excited about it and like you really don't like that peanut butter, like go for the almond butter, get the almond butter. But you can also make the decision, let's say, for example, that you do like the peanut butter and you're like, okay, great. Yeah, I can stir that. that. That's no problem for me. I like the taste of it. It's really good. And you know what? I like it just as much as the $17 almond butter over here. You don't obviously need to buy the almond butter for $17 just to prove that you can. You know what I mean? So it really is all about the energy and the intention that the choice and the decision is coming from. Are you coming from it at a place of love and abundance? Like truly you believe that this is the thing that is really going to make you feel good and you believe that you deserve to have it? Or is it coming from fear and scarcity where you're afraid that you're gonna miss out on an opportunity, that you have something to prove, or even an image to uphold? So those are some really clear examples of being stuck in scarcity mindset. And again, this isn't to say like, oh, you need to feel bad about this. It's just places to start to notice, where am I making my decisions from? And when we start to shift to more of an abundance mindset, some really tangible tips here are starting to trust that the universe is always providing for you. The universe legitimately has your back. Starting to trust yourself to lean into that surrender and understanding that everything is exactly as it should be. Everything unfolds exactly when it needs to. Maybe it's not the timeline that we wanted to, but it really is trusting in that process. It's trusting that sometimes things need to fall apart so that other things can be put back together in a different way. Other ways that you can really step into abundance mindset include not being afraid of saying no. This always creates more yes. One door closes, another door opens. And when we say no to the things that don't serve us, we're not settling, this starts to open up even more opportunities that really are going to feel in alignment and are going to feel very good for us. Something else that I really like to point out here is oftentimes rejection is protection. So let's say somebody said no to working with you or you asked somebody on a date or they asked you and you said no, like understanding that that rejection is often protection and it can also serve as redirection. Maybe that no was protecting you from being hurt emotionally, or maybe it was protecting you from, I don't know, making a bad investment. But it's understanding that, you know what, again, this is all happening how it was meant to happen. 
Another way that you can really step into abundance mindset is starting to listen to your heart over your head, over the logic. Your logic is usually your ego. It, it really has this singular job of trying to keep you safe. And safe doesn't always mean, it doesn't always have our best interests in mind. Safe can often look like not speaking up for yourself, playing small, not setting boundaries, and really not putting yourself out there, not, not moving through the fear because it's more comfortable to stay in the fear. Your ego is convinced that if you start to move into that fear out of your comfort zone, you will die. So it really is trying to keep you very safe, but you know, sometimes it's overly protective. So starting to listen to your heart over what your head says, and I know for some of you that is going to be really challenging. You might be a very logical person, but we all have the ability to listen to our heart and what we truly want. We all have that ability to go deeper, to peel back those layers and ask ourselves, what do I truly want out of this situation? Another way is to trust that the universe doesn't give you more than you can handle. You are uniquely equipped and designed to handle every single thing that comes your way. Do you necessarily deserve to handle it all? Absolutely not, but it was given to you for an exact purpose, and sometimes that's not clear, especially while we're in the middle of things, but it's truly just trusting. This is happening for me. It's not happening to me. Where's the lesson? What do I need to take away from this? Who did I need to meet? What did I need to learn from this? And starting to really lean into that. It's again, it's that surrender. It's stopping trying to swim upstream. Um, I can tell you that swimming upstream, I did that for most of my life. It is very exhausting and it really, really doesn't get you very far. Another way to move further out of scarcity mindset and further into abundance is to realize that there is truly no competition. Everybody has their own beautiful, unique skill set, and that means that nobody out there is like you. So our only true competition is going to be, can I be better? Can I be the highest version of myself? Can I be better than I was yesterday? Can I evolve on that? Can I learn? Can I grow? Can I allow myself to express, to feel, to create? All of these things. Can I evolve my soul and my spirit from where I was yesterday? to today. It's understanding that there, there is only the now. This is the only moment that we ever have. You know, we can spend time reflecting on the past. We can spend time thinking about the future, but now is truly the only moment that we ever have. And it's really tapping into your unique individual skill set, trusting that and seeing the value in there, that you are not like anybody else. And the more authentic you allow yourself to be, the better relationships you're going to have, the more you know authentic people you're going to attract back into your life as well. So, I mean, honestly, it sounds cliche, but like be you, like you are the only you there ever was going to be and there ever will be. So what we're doing in brain rewiring is we actually go in and with those negative brain pathways, the limiting beliefs, we're working to remove those abundance blocks. So a really big block that I see with a lot of people is it comes back to not feeling worthy or valuable. That's a huge abundance block because if at your core you don't believe you're worthy or valuable, think of all the decisions that you're going to make that are based around that. If you don't believe that you're valuable, why would you ever start your online business? You know, if you don't think that you have anything valuable to say or to offer anybody, if you don't feel like you are valuable at your core, are you ever going to upgrade your set of friends? Probably not, because maybe you just don't think that there's other really amazing people to have conversations out there with. Maybe you don't think that you're going to add a lot of value to that group. So it's really just seeing, okay, where am I 
starting to play into this idea that I don't have value, that I need to look externally and outside of myself to receive that value from other people. So these subconscious beliefs, these negative pathways, these abundance blocks, we're typically not aware of them because they are in our subconscious, but they are definitely going to make themselves apparent in your life. And the more that you allow yourself through tools like meditation, maybe it's journaling, maybe it is just some self-reflection, the more that you're aware of these patterns, the more that you can actually start to shift and change them. Okay, so I hope this was really helpful for you. I absolutely love talking all things scarcity and abundance mindset. It has made such a major difference in my life to move out of fear and scarcity and into love and abundance. It has absolutely changed the way that I view everything. It changes the way that I make decisions and the way that I live my life. And I will say that I am much happier with the way that I make decisions. Now I'm able to call myself on my bullshit and not allow myself to play small. It really requires me to set a lot more boundaries and to prioritize myself first and the dreams and the goals that I have. So it's been a really, really fun shift in the way that I have been able to live my life. So if you found this really helpful and want to send it to somebody in your life that you think would really benefit from this, be sure to send this episode to them. If you want to tag me on Instagram, again, I'm at expand with Chelsea. I would absolutely love to see what you are digging from this episode. I love, love, love seeing what's resonating with you. And you know what I'm going to ask? If you have not yet left a rating and review, please, please, please go do that. It only takes a couple of minutes and it really helps me out. And as a thank you, you'll be entered to win a custom meditation from me. Every other week, I draw a winner. I read them out on the podcast. I read their review out and they send me an email. All you have to do is tell me what you're struggling with and I will send you your custom meditation right back to you. So that is my way of saying thank you. Leaving reviews and ratings really helps me. It helps the show and it helps other people find the show as well. So again, thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next episode.